This is the Morning Press from Cast Iron Brains, a BrainIron.com production. Here's 11 minutes or less of news for today, Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. The House of Representatives is expected to vote this afternoon to formally authorize an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. The White House has called impeachment efforts a fishing expedition, and Republicans vary widely in their analysis of the case against Biden, with many skeptical that the evidence so far provided by Jim Jordan and James Comer amounts to impeachable offenses. Still, House Speaker Mike Johnson expects the inquiry vote to pass, arguing that the authorization by the House will, quote, put us in the strongest legal position to gather the evidence and provide transparency to the American people, end quote. The impeachment inquiry centers around the actions of Joe Biden and his son Hunter in relation to political and business dealings in Ukraine, back when the elder Biden was vice president and Hunter was, for some reason, on the board of a Ukrainian gas company. U.S. electric automaker Tesla has issued a recall on nearly its entire fleet of vehicles, with 2 million cars produced between October of 2012 and December of this year, requiring an update to the safety system that monitors and alerts drivers when the autopilot feature is engaged. The recall will be achieved by updating the software that runs on the cars to include more prominent driver alerts, simplifying how the system is turned on and off, and making it easier for the car to monitor that various autopilot features are being used at appropriate times and in appropriate conditions. The virtual recall is seen as something of a compromise for the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration at the end of a two-year investigation of Tesla and its self-driving technology, with critics pointing to a lack of hardware, especially in older model Teslas, for monitoring and correcting driver behavior. The Supreme Court will consider its first abortion-related case since it overturned Roe v. Wade last year, announcing on Wednesday that it will hear arguments this spring in a case about the use and distribution of the abortifacient Mifepristone. The FDA approved the use of the drug in 2000, but an appeals court ruling last year limited access, including in states where abortion is legal. The justices will not rule on the question of the FDA's original approval, but will consider limits approved by the Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals that would end its availability through the mail, allow it to only be used through the seventh week of pregnancy rather than the tenth, and require that it be taken in the presence of a doctor. The court's decision will be made public early next summer. Mifepristone is one part of a two-drug combination that accounts for over half of all abortions performed annually in the United States. On Monday, the court declined to hear a challenge to a Washington state law banning conversion therapy, which the law defines as, quote, efforts to change behaviors or gender expressions or to eliminate or reduce sexual or romantic attractions or feelings toward individuals of the same sex, end quote. The decision to not hear the case means that similar laws against conversion therapy in 26 states are not in danger of being overturned. The Pew Research Center has released the results of a survey that asked about Internet, social media, and device usage patterns of 13- to 17-year-old youths in the United States. YouTube is once again the most widely used platform in the survey, with over 90% of youths saying they've used the site, and one in six saying they are on the app or website almost constantly. TikTok, Snapchat, and Instagram are used by roughly 6 in 10 of minor U.S. teens, with, again, roughly 15% indicating that they use the apps almost constantly. 
Facebook is only used by about one-third of teens, according to the survey, a steep decline since 2014, when Pew reported that the site was used by nearly three in four teens. The Pew survey draws no conclusions from the data offered, but don't let that stop you. In Dubai, a meeting of leaders from nearly 200 countries ended with an agreement that calls for the world to transition away from the burning of fossil fuels to generate usable energy in an attempt to limit the negative impact of climate change. The deal includes language that encourages countries to accelerate efforts to transition to a clean energy net-zero future, none of which is binding and all of which is contingent upon countries affecting major policy changes in the years to come. One key provision calls for the tripling of renewable energy capacity globally by 2030. Critics of the deal say that it does not go far enough, especially in its failure to commit rich countries to financing the transition away from oil and gas in the developing world. In sports news, Oklahoma City voters Tuesday approved a temporary sales tax increase to help pay for the construction of a new downtown arena to house the city's NBA franchise, The Thunder. The new building is expected to cost in the neighborhood of $900 million. Team ownership has agreed to contribute $50 million to construction costs and to keep the team in the city until at least 2050. The deal will also allocate $70 million of taxpayer funds to improvements for the team's current home while the new arena is being built. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin and Ted Leonsis who owns the NBA's Wizards and the NHL's Capitals, announced on Wednesday that those teams plan to move from their current home in downtown Washington, D.C., to a new complex in northern Virginia. The move to Potomac Yard in Alexandria could happen as soon as 2028, contingent upon the Virginia legislature approving funding for the large project, which would not be limited to just a sports arena, but an entire sports, entertainment, retail, and housing district. Details on how it will all be paid for are murky, but the final price tag is expected to exceed $2 billion. The Wizards and Capitals could not come to an agreement with D.C. to renovate Capital One Arena, one of the oldest facilities in use in the NBA or NHL, though a last-minute bill was announced late Tuesday night that would authorize $500 million in public financing for a renovation if the teams agreed to stay through 2052. Here are some headlines from the New York Times for this day, December 13th, in 1990. Israel deploys snipers to halt rock throwers. A story about Israeli forces authorized to shoot to wound Palestinian youths in the West Bank who were throwing stones at passing cars. Defendant says he killed Amazon union leader. A story about the murder of a Brazilian trade union leader not the U.S. online retailer that did not yet exist. White men get better deals on cars, study finds. A story that cites research that shows that car salespeople made significantly lower final offers to white men than they made to women or black people. Mother apparently wins bid to block surgery a story about the fight between a Chinese-born naturalized U.S. citizen and the state of Connecticut over whether her seven-year-old daughter's severe juvenile rheumatoid arthritis would be treated with traditional Chinese remedies or the surgeries insisted upon by the State Department of Children and Youth Services. 
An editorial opposing President Bush's call for congressional term limits called Why Put Deadlines on Democracy. And finally, a fine for selling obscene music, a story about the sentencing of a Florida record store owner for the crime of selling the Two Live Crew album As Nasty As They Wanna Be, which a federal district court judge had ruled obscene. He was fined $1,000 but not sentenced to jail, spared a possible one-year prison term. Now, here's a quick look at the weather. Reading through the New York Times from 33 years ago today, I couldn't help but think. The more things seem to That's the weather from here. How's it look out your window? The Morning Press is a production of the BrainIron.com multinational media empire. Please direct comments and complaints to BrainIronPodcast at gmail.com or visit the website at BrainIron.com. For a transcript of today's episode and links to the stories referenced, find The Morning Press at brainiron.substack.com. Thanks, and barring the sudden onset of the inevitable, we'll talk to you tomorrow. The proceeding was created with 100% human content.